Welcome to the Rookie Roll to Reality podcast with your hosts, Amir Hunter and Bailey Weaver Packard. With so many people thinking that realtors just look at beautiful houses and post on Instagram, this podcast brings you back to reality. This podcast explores the good, the bad, and the in-between. We're both with EXP Realty, so our experience may be different than yours. But over time, we will have other agents, past clients, and others in the real estate industry, such as inspectors, builders, and lenders, and more. This episode is episode number two, uh, Where Do I Start? Um, so this week, how are you doing, Bailey? I'm doing great. My eyes, I think the pollen is really affecting my eyes because I'm like, my eyes are watery right now and reading that. I think I messed up a little. Sorry, guys. Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) it looks like like I might have to carry Bailey in this episode. I I have not had enough caffeine. I haven't even finished my first cup. I don't know why, but you know what? We're just gonna roll with it. How are you? How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, you know, um, you know, it's been a, it's been a good week. Uh, it's been uh, good since the last time we recorded. So, um, but you know, we always have some ups and downs. Yeah, it's a roller coaster. Uh, it is, it, but that's real estate. Uh, so, I think one good thing we should start doing in episodes is uh, before we get started, kind of talk about the uh, the wins and losses we've had uh, since we recorded last. And so, Bailey, tell me about some of the wins and losses you've had. Okay, sure. Some wins since we last recorded. I had a closing with a really good friend of mine. That was really exciting. And then also, oh, yeah, applause. I was, I was hit we the got applause some, thing. We have some new um, equipment, <laughs> and they now have the le- these little features. Um, but we had a closing. That was really fun to be able to help. A, my, it's my sister's best friend, so she's become one of my friends. So that was awesome. And then my husband and I were able to sneak away to the beach. And that is hard to do when you own your own business. It, it is. So... For the client that closed, are they a first-time uh-huh. home buyer? No, third time. Third time, mm-hmm. okay. Do they uh, sell to you as well? Uh, she did previously, but she was in another area, okay. um, and they moved to Raleigh. But something really cool about that closing, and I don't know how much time we have to tell this story, but there was a floor plan that she wanted in the community in Wake Forest called Everly, Mm-hmm. And it was the lavender floor plan, and everybody loves that floor plan. It's just, it's beautiful. Huge island in the kitchen. It's completely open. Um, but there was a resale that ended up hitting the market, and we won in a multiple offer situation. And she didn't have to wait for a new construction home to be built because she got, it was like a 2019. Wow. I know. It was awesome. So I'm so super excited for her. And so what beach did you sneak off to? We went to Emerald Isle. Okay. It was amazing. And... um I, I didn't tell my clients I was leaving, and they didn't need me. And those that needed me, whatever I needed to do for them, I could do from the beach. I feel like if you tell your clients you're leaving, they, like, panic, and they're, like, yeah. still trying to reach out to you. So <laughs> it, it might be just be better to sneak off. Yeah, and it worked. It worked. So refreshed and recharged. <gasps> Whoops, I'm missing the thing. <laughs> All right, now your turn. Give me some wins. Uh, so wins, I had a closing, too, as well. Nice. Um, so that was exciting. Uh, First-time home buyers. Um, and uh, we had a little bit of uh, negotiation we had to go back and forth on, mm-hmm. um, but we got them under contract, under list price by like ten grand. Amazing. And then uh, we had to go back and do some negotiating for like repairs, but we got them a pretty uh, sizable uh, repair credit uh, for yeah. closing. So 
got them closed. And then um, that same day, I went and met with a, a guy who wanted to sell some commercial property. Okay. Uh, and we sat for like two hours. And initially, he was like, um, you know, I got some uh, interest from other people and they've sent letters. Oh. Uh, and so I want to take like a day or two to kind of see if uh, they are serious uh, before I sign this listing agreement. Oh, okay, so you were the first to interview. Uh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, we had sat and talked and I'd met him earlier, um, because I went and walked the property and we decided to, uh, meet again about a week later. Okay. Uh, so, you know, after you sit and talk to him for another two hours, he was like, you know, you're going to sign this listing agreement. And then he's like, "Uh, no, I'm going to wait a couple of days. (laughs) I got some other people to interview. Uh, so, uh, two days later he calls me, um, and he says, Hey, the people that sent the letters, um, they're not. Uh, they don't seem serious. Uh, so uh, he reached back out to me and he's like, hey, I'll sign the listing agreement now. Um, oh, and uh, so it's signed. Uh, we just got photos done yesterday with like some drone footage. Cool. So Can't wait to see those. Excited for that. Way to go. Um, and so that's my first commercial listing. Huge. Congrats. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so it sounds like we've had some, some wins. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what are some losses you've had? Oh man. Uh, I had some buyers send an offer and we did not win and it was an aggressive offer too. Like how aggressive? Uh, well we went 10 over and the due diligence was, was pushing a hundred grand. I don't know if I can say the actual amount, but the due diligence amount was huge and we didn't win. Wow. Wow. I mean, it's such a tough market right now. It really is. I mean, the listing agent said that it'll, the offer that they got will change the comps in the community. Yeah. Hugely. I feel, I feel like in a lot of neighborhoods, like offers are changing the comps. Yeah. As, um, as Leah Watson would say, you can't compete with crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Leah. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. What about you? What's a loss? So a loss I had is I had a client that I I got a referral through a family member um, Mm -hmm. and they uh, had reached out to me um, and we had started to do some tours. They're actually an out-of-state client. So I had uh, drove out to like Rocky Mountain and Scotland Neck, which are, I don't know, like an hour, hour and a half, up to two hours away from Raleigh. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were excited to work with me. They were very happy, I guess, about the service that I'd uh, been working with and we had a, a perfect opportunity kind of for uh, a deal and coming soon status that okay. another exp agent was listening nice and so um we were trying to get the the offer together and then uh we had a conversation and they didn't know much about like due diligence in our state okay. uh, so they decided to kind of wait a little bit because uh, they were actually selling a house um and they were waiting to close on those proceeds to be able to kind of leverage their their gotcha. offer so they decided to wait, and then a couple of days later, I get an email. <laughs> and so they're emailing the lender. They CC me, and they said, hey, uh, will uh, the lender be able to help them if they go to Virginia? Uh, right. And I knew they were trying to be close to Virginia, but they weren't trying to be like okay. kind of in Virginia. Right. And so um, they, uh, I get that information, and I said, hey, well, if you guys go to Virginia, my license isn't for Virginia, right. but I can do a referral for you. Definitely. And still, you know, make some... Uh, <laughs> make a fee off of it sure. uh and so um they reached back and they said hey um if we go to virginia um our um, granddaughter 
um, works for Remax, gotcha. and we would just use an agent over there. So, uh, gotcha. so that's a little disappointing, but yeah. that's well, part hey, of real estate. What do they say? One door closed, two more open. Yeah. So, yeah. So it actually worked out. I mean, uh, when after that happened, you know, I got the commercial listing. So yeah. Um, sometimes you just got to stay positive. Absolutely. Next. <laughs> Definitely. So I think on this episode, last episode, we kind of talked about, um, you know, working towards getting your license um, and getting set up for the real estate exam. And so from here, I kind of want to talk about, you know, where you start. Um, And the experience is always a little bit different than what we have in our mind of what it's going to be. So let's just go back to taking that real estate exam. Okay, take me back. How excited were you when you passed your exams? Oh my gosh, so excited because I had failed the state before, so I had to retake that. Um, but so I was stoked. What about you? So, uh, and then for people that don't know, there's a national and a state oh, yeah. section of the exam that you have to pass both sections in order to get your license. And so for me, I was like really excited. So I had a really uh, rough experience of taking the exam yes. um, and. I passed passed on the first time uh, on both sections, but, uh, you know, the the system crashed and I thought I had lost like all the uh, national sections that I had answered and actually had to relocate um, and get permission to relocate to another location in order to uh, finish uh, the exam. But ended up working out, took about six or seven hours, uh, but uh, passed. And I got so excited that I kind of jumped out of the seat (laughs) (laughs) because there's so many people that fell uh, on the first time uh, taking that exam. Uh, But who was the first person you told that you got your license? Oh, I would say probably my husband. Okay. Yeah, I think I probably called Sam and said I passed. And then I I took my class at my class. I took my um, tests in Fayetteville at a testing center because the ones in the Triangle area were all booked. So I had to drive an hour and a half back after taking my test and knowing that I passed. And so I just probably called Sam on my way home like I did it I'm on the way home and that was just celebrated on the way home I guess yeah I think for me I, I called my wife uh and uh was excited about it and she was like I knew you were gonna pass and I was like well so many people fell <laughs> <laughs> I know you passed state the first round uh so uh so I was super excited I remember calling other family members uh just right after um, and so what were your ex- expectations, I guess, going into real estate of how like your first year was going to go? Oh gosh, good question. I feel like I had heard that for the first six months, you probably wouldn't do any deals. I think I just figured I would be shadowing a lot. Yeah. Just getting my name out there and learning the steps. What about you? So for me, um, you know, I felt like if I really like put my head down and really mm-hmm. worked at it, that I was going to be okay. Right. Um, you know, I knew that over time I would get better and better at the craft, but mm-hmm. I felt that I would I would be okay. Um, I guess my expectation was a little more overzealous <laughs> <laughs> than kind of reality for most agents. Okay. Um, but I kind of felt that, hey, if I get out there, I get my license and mm-hmm. I tell all these people that I got my license, uh, that somebody's going to hire me. <laughs> Oh, right away. So we were were a little opposite then. I think I kind of set the expectation bar really low when I first started. Maybe you set it kind of high. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so what were kind of your next steps after you got your license? Did you like go, you know, talk to brokerages or? Yes. So I 
interviewed with 13 different brokerages. Yes. Now, some of them were multiple. Okay, so where I took my test, I mean my classes, sorry. Where I took my classes, they have um, a brokerage. And so I interviewed with all of the Raleigh locations. And I think they had like, gosh, like maybe nine or 10 locations. So I, I did all my research and interviewed with everybody there. And then I interviewed with a few other people, Stephanie Mann being one of them with the XP. And, um, I did my research. And once I talked to her, I was like, where do I sign? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we kind of had the same experience, same thing, yeah. uh, as far as like choosing, uh, the actual brokerage. Um, and for me, uh, I had kind of done some work on the front end. Um, okay. you know, I got on LinkedIn, uh-huh. uh, while I was starting to work towards getting uh, pre-licensing okay. uh, completed and started talking to some brokerages to, uh, get the conversation going sure. and seeing, um, you know, where I wanted to go. I knew for me, um, you know, I didn't want to go to a traditional um, kind of brick and mortar uh, mm-hmm. type of uh, location. I wanted to go to some place that uh, a little more progressive. Okay. Um, so um, that's kind of where I kind of use that to gauge where I wanted to, um, you know, talk to different sure. firms that were a little bit more progressive in the way that they were uh, doing real estate. Right. So you looked on LinkedIn. Correct. Oh, I didn't do that. Yeah. So I looked on LinkedIn um, because LinkedIn would have some posts. And I also think I checked Indeed too as well. Oh, interesting. Okay. So I reached out and submitted resumes uh, to those uh, couple of places. Some were a little bit more uh, open to having like an interview before you got your license. Okay. And so, or at least having a conversation, right. and then some were uh, wouldn't even bother uh, really with you. They would respond to you, mm-hmm. um, but they would say, "Hey, when she gets your license, like come, come back." back. Right. Uh, and so for me, that was also um, kind of a, a key piece for me in, in decision making. Yeah, because f- for me, I wanted to go to a a brokerage that was progressive and they were proactive. Got it. And so for me, it was, hey, is the brokerage willing to at least talk to me uh, before I get my license? Right. Because I'm going to remember that uh, on the back end. Okay. Um, And so uh, there was one uh, firm that I actually interviewed with uh, prior to getting my license. Got it. Um, And then there was a couple that I talked to, including EXP. Gotcha. um, On the front end. So... Um, that's kind of where I was. And then I interviewed, um, at a couple, um, and before we get into interviews, Mm -hmm. so before you really started to get into real estate, you decided to do your post licensing, um, before, uh, really getting out there. Correct. Um, And so why did you choose to do that? I knew I wanted to knock out all of the school side of things, at once. So once I was finished with that, I could just dive right in and focus on the actual transactions and building my business. Sounds good. So for me, I just wanted to make money. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, for me, I just was like, hey, I just need to jump in there, uh, learn it, and then I'll do the post licensing because you have like 18 months uh, of a window. Um, But obviously, you want to get it done as quick as possible because each brokerage has additional requirements put on the uh, kind of the provisional broker. Um, So it's good to get that finished so you can uh, not have to worry about it too as well. Right. I don't think there's a right or wrong way to go about it. Just whatever kind of works for you. And yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So how'd you go about, we talked a little bit about going about shopping for brokerages. So 
it sounded like the school that you were at, mm -hmm. um, they were kind of connected to a brokerage. Yeah, so they brought on some people into like a Zoom and they talked about where they're all located and whatnot. And if we wanted to interview with them, we could. So I reached out to the rally ones and I interviewed with all of those. And then the rest of them, I think it was just word of mouth. Friends who had known the other people saying, hey, you should interview with, with this person and this person. So that's how I got connected to Stephanie was through a mutual friend. Okay. So I got connected to Stephanie through LinkedIn. That's um, so cool. And we started to have kind of a dialogue uh, before I got my license. And uh, she basically said, hey, during pre-licensing, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. Mm -hmm. um, and so... It was right when I finished, I decided to reach out to her because I had already interviewed with one firm and I thought I was going to that firm. Okay. Um, but it was the conversation that me and Stephanie had um, that really kind of changed the trajectory of right. my uh, real estate career. Um, and for me, I'd reached out, I'd kind of gone on LinkedIn, um, indeed, uh, to look at firms um, and, and kind of comparing uh, some of the things they uh, offered. Uh, but when you interviewed with brokerages, what was what were some things that kind of turned you off from some brokerages and what things kind of enticed you? Okay, good question. Um, I felt like the ones that kind of allowed me to have a flexible schedule, that enticed me. Definitely. Um, having to sit down and do office hours, you know, at the at the brick and mortars that I wasn't so keen on. Um, but I have to say, everybody was so nice yeah. when I interviewed, which I guess made the decision hard. But you, I just once I talked to Stephanie, I was like, that's it. Like, I don't even need to weigh pros and cons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I guess what happened was I had interviewed one brokerage uh, before I got my license and mm -hmm. I thought I was going to go there. And I had been kind of looking around to other brokerages. Initially, I thought I really wanted to do commercial. Oh, that's um, right. And so I kind of looked in commercial, but I wasn't really getting a lot of feedback from commercial uh, brokerages. Right. Um, and so I ended up... Um, meeting with Stephanie because we had the conversation on the front end mm -hmm. um, before I got my uh, license. I met with her and when I met with her, I was like, I think I'm going here. Okay. <laughs> and there's some things about uh, EXP that were uh, just m way more enticing uh, to me. Okay. Um, and so when I, uh, when I met with her, she said, hey, go back to the other firms that you were going to interview with. Oh, she told you to. She did. Whoa. And she said, just touch base with me after you meet, meet with them. Wow. It's It's in your best interest to go meet with other firms. Right. And so for me, I almost knew kind of going in the other meetings that I was going to EXP. But <laughs> like, I was, dang it, Stephanie's making me do my homework. <laughs> but I, I needed to do my homework. And I knew I needed to yes. be informed in the decision that I made. I agree with that. Um, and so um, some things that really uh, were enticing um, for me um, with what I chose was I needed a, a firm that was going to also be flexible, just like you said. Right. I didn't want to be stuck in an office, especially like in your first couple of months, if you're not making money and I'm thinking about driving back and forth to the office, right. being stuck there and, mm -hmm. and I'm not making money <laughs> too as well and being required to be there. Right. That was, that was going to be tough for me. Okay. Um, and so um, I needed some flexibility. Um, and, and that's one thing that EXP did offer me. 
And then uh, another part to that, it was I was just kind of looking at some of the benefits. You know, did uh, the other firm uh, what were their splits? Yeah, um, splits. That's was true. there any other benefits? Were there like any you know healthcare uh, sharing mm-hmm. options? Right. Were there any stocks? You know, a lot of people that get into real estate. You know, we are all kind of. Um, you know, contract employees, basically. Right. Um, so, you know, we're making a commission. Um, we don't really, a lot of times, have benefits. Um, and then, so true. And then there's not really an exit plan. Yeah. Um, and so, for me, uh, with EXP, it was like, hey, well, there's an exit plan here because you're getting stocks um, and there's ways to make passive streams of income, Absolutely. too, as well. And so that was uh, very enticing uh, to me. Um, and so it definitely made the decision a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, check, check, check. <laughs> so uh, those are some things that really enticed me. Um, things that would have been a turnoff, obviously, were having to come into an office, mm-hmm. um, you know, having such a strict kind of structure. Um, you know, I basically was coming from an environment where I had to be in an office at a certain time. I had a certain structure. Definitely. Um, And so I wanted to be able to build the business the way I wanted to build it. Um, I wanted guidance there. Mm -hmm. And so I needed it to be in a place that I felt like I can get the guidance I wanted, um, but have some flexibility in the way that I was going to be running my business too as well. The best of both worlds. Yeah. So those were, um, those were kind of key things uh, for me. Is there anything that going back that you would have done differently when you were searching for firms honestly no i don't think so i think i would still if i was getting my license today i think i would still go and interview with a bunch of a bunch of brokerages just to make sure i've done my homework you know yeah um i'm all about you know feeling comfortable in a place and and knowing that whoever is around you is going to help you and hold your hand if needed uh, but also push you when they know that you're ready to fly and I think that's exactly what we found here. Yeah. So I think for me, I would have probably interviewed with more brokerages. Okay. So I'd only interviewed with two. Oh, wow. Um, but I, I talked to probably at least six. Okay. And then I applied to more. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I think I may have uh, went and, you know, interviewed additional brokerages. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I don't know if my, uh, <laughs> where, I, where I ended up would have changed. Yeah. But I think it would have been good just to get knowledge uh, from other brokerages too as well. Absolutely. Um, so that's probably the thing I would have may, may have changed. Um, and so for the both of us, mm-hmm. when we started, we kind of came on a, on a team situation. Correct. And so talk a, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, choosing to be independent versus being on a team. Okay. For me, um, I chose a team because I was like, hey, I need to figure out how to get leads. Yep. Um, and I need a, a resource uh, available to me as I'm kind of learning the process. Right. And if the, the one, I guess, scary part of joining a team is that, you know, with your um, – you're generating, you know, your leads and you're, even if they're, um, sometimes if they're self-generated, you're still paying a split back to the team. Right. Um, versus independent, you're making a, a larger commission split. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I went into the thought process, I was like, hey, well, you know, I'm probably not going to have a ton of leads coming in. Right. Um, so, you know, it might be better to be on a team where I kind of have a little bit of guidance Definitely. and some support. So it's less likely that I'll probably fail. Right. <laughs> I think a team's a great way to get started, like for somebody to get started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And so, um, but I think the the team kind of gave us both kind of confidence oh, in definitely. the way that uh, we were able to run our business mm-hmm. and get to the point where we're starting to generate our own leads right. uh, too as well. Um, so um, I guess the conversation for a new agent uh, when you're talking about a team versus independent, right. you know, hey, do you have enough people in your sphere mm-hmm. or or big enough of a community that you feel that you can generate your own leads? Right. Um, or um, would you would you prefer to be on a team where you're going to have kind of additional support, uh, kind of moving forward to kind of sure. help you get there? Um, so you know, you get your real estate license and uh, you kind of get thrown out there. So, what was uh, your first showing experience like? Oh, okay. Well, I had shadowed a bunch with Stephanie on her showings, okay. so I definitely had a good feel for it. But my first showing was actually a land showing. It was just. <laughs> it was we went to Lake Royale. Did you have your uh, boots? No, but I do. I do keep rain boots in the back of my car now. Yeah, I've learned my lesson. Yeah, I've I've, I've done some uh, land showings, and I'm like always bringing like my boots uh, for those. So smart because you're like walking through like briars and large fields. Yeah, and it's exactly. Like... But with that one, it was in Lake Royale, and for some reason, my phone has no service there. So when it came time to pull up addresses and have directions, it was horrible. I was like, okay, you know, give me a minute. I'm, I'm going to pull up the address. And it would take me a long time to jump to the next land because the next address because I had no service. So they were very patient with me and we did end up putting in an offer and we got it accepted. So my first transaction was a land deal. Wow. <laughs> so... Well, that's, that's, that's great that your actual first showings were actually became a client that you closed on. Yes. So mine was not so lucky. Uh Oh, (laughs) give it to us. So I get this, uh, I get a call actually from Stephanie Okay. and she's like, Hey, I got this lead for you. And so, Hey, these uh, people are looking at a property that, um, you know, another EXP agent is, is listing, uh, down in like Pittsburgh area. Okay. So, um, she gives me the address, the information, um, and I'm like, okay, cool. So, uh, she kind of helped me to figure out how to run comps really quickly, gotcha. um, through the database. Um, and we ended up, uh, get, pulling all the information. I called the, uh, the potential client and, uh, set up a time that same day to go, uh, down there and meet. And, uh, you know, Stephanie's like, Hey, do you need anything else? And I'm like, no, I'm okay. (laughs) So, uh, I get down there, um, and I get there early. I get the lights on, Mm -hmm. I get there early. I I take some footage, uh, for social media. Um, and so I'm excited to potentially have my first client. And this is probably, uh, I don't know, this is within like the first couple weeks of me kind of starting. And so, uh, I get down there, show them the property, um, they look at it and they uh, there's some interest there, um, but I don't 100% think it was the right property necessarily for them. Gotcha. And so, um, you know, I end up pulling out the working with real estate like disclosure <laughs> yeah, uh, because you know we're supposed to give that the first substantial meeting. Right. Um, and so uh, I pull it out to them and they're like, uh, "Yeah, we already have a real estate agent." <laughs> And I'm like, all right. So I drove an hour down here. Oh my god! Um, and that's 
it was a learning lesson to Definitely. ask clients, hey, do you have a real estate agent? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> they basically called uh, the uh, for the listing agent okay. um, because they were like, hey, we can call the listing agent because our agent's not available this weekend. I see. And so was Stephanie the listing agent? She was not, but uh, it was somebody else that was like within the group okay. that was listing the property. Got it. And so they were pushing off the lead to somebody else to help. Sure. So they're not in a dual agent situation. Okay. So, uh, so we get down there and we do all that uh, to basically uh, kind of be told, that, yeah, we already have a real estate agent. <laughs> oh uh, so I still I can just see your face. Yeah. So I still like followed up with them and said, hey, if there's anything else I can kind of do for you in the future, please right. let me know. But um, obviously it was crooked. Wow. Uh, but. You would think, you know, their agent would have sent somebody else from the firm uh, to show the property sure. instead of letting their client reach out to the listing agent. Right. But, you know, that's that's their agent. Wow. <laughs> I wonder if they got a house. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's been a while ago. <laughs> so you learned your lesson. Now every time you talk to somebody, you're like, "Do you have an agent?" <laughs> yeah. So it's like, "Hey, do you have an agent? Are you working with anybody?" Right. Uh, so uh, definitely a big learning lesson. Um, and so tell me like what your first couple weeks were like as uh, a real estate agent. Okay, so I, like I said, I had shadowed a ton um, for showings and whatnot. And I had gotten that Lake Royale lead and that was a land sale. So that was pretty simple. It was really quick. Um, but then I knew I kind of wanted to use social media as my marketing to build a brand and to reach out to people. So I had started doing my Instagram real estate wise on uh, my personal page, okay. but then I was like, this doesn't feel right. So I, I set up a second Instagram page just for my business and I had posted on my personal one saying, Hey, you know, I've started in real estate, go follow my page if you want. And so for those people who did follow my page, I messaged them and said, Hey, thanks so much for following along on my real estate journey. If you ever have questions or need anything, don't hesitate to reach out. And I sent a lot of those, like maybe, I don't know, maybe a hundred, like the first 100 people to follow me. And out of all of those, I got a buyer and a seller. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to Mary Haven and Josh. They were my first like real clients with the house and we sold their townhouse and then we bought a single family home for them and it was it was awesome. Wow. Wow. So, uh, I kind of did something similar to you, but mm -hmm. I probably should have engaged a little bit more like you did <laughs> <laughs> if it got you, you know, buy and sell. Uh, so for me, um, you know, the first couple of weeks, you know, you don't really have, uh, clients like rolling right. at your door. Uh, so what I would do is I would do, um, go to houses that were on the on the market okay. um, that were obviously vacant at the yeah, time yeah, yeah. and kind of do some touring and put it on social media. So it looks Didn't like I teach you that Amir. You did. <laughs> <laughs> so I did it to make it look like I was busy. Heck yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, it makes it look like you're out there doing showings all the time. Yeah. Like dang, um, how are you busy already? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we, we did that. Um, and it, it, it worked, uh, you know, a lot of the things that I think a lot of new agents have to understand the work that you do now is going to show up in 90 days from right. now. So don't get frustrated that you're going out every day mm -hmm. uh, for your first three or four weeks right. and you're not really getting anything. Mm -hmm. People are watching. Oh, definitely. Um, but people might not be ready for people you at that point. And, and people also want to see uh, you win before they probably <laughs> reach out to you sometimes yeah. too. <laughs> I think a lot of the times too, for your sphere, they see you as what you were before. Yep. And so you have to kind of prove to them that you know what you're doing and that you're committed and yeah that's what 
I think happens when we go and do those tours on social media. Yeah. And so, um, you know, the, the tours on social media were, were great um, mm-hmm. to help kind of build a presence. And I think one thing I would recommend for agents is to always create an omnipresence mm-hmm. on uh, social media. So if you're out, you know, doing a showing, putting footage on there, putting your face out there saying, hey, I'm out here today right. doing a tour, um, come check it out. So people really associate you with real estate. So when somebody's in a position like, hey, I want to sell my house, I don't know who to call. Mm-hmm. Instead of them getting on Google, right. they're going to see always see your face and they're like, hey, I'm going to call Bailey, I'm right. going to call Amir, um, because they all are, are always doing real estate. Definitely. And so um, basically they just would associate you with real estate. So from then, um, you talked a little bit about your first deal. Right. Um, so your first deal was the land deal. Correct. correct? Yeah. So for me, my first deal was uh, an investor. Ooh. Now, the investor was a lead that I got from Stephanie. Okay. Um, but that deal took forever to close. I think I remember. <laughs> so it was a situation where, um, you know, we were in a multiple, multiple offer situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a really good price point, right? It was a good price point. You know, in, in Raleigh, it's, you know, even now, you can't find anything under 200000 exactly. So, uh, you know, it was under 200000 Um, And we were in a situation where we were getting multiple offers. I think it's within the first day, I mm-hmm. think we had maybe like three or four offers in the first day, gotcha. um, not even 24 hours. Wow. Uh, and so, um, which was great. So we go uh, under contract mm-hmm. um, and we uh, we had a client. The clients, when they reach out to us, they send us a pre-approval letter and the, uh, the investor is actually a real estate agent right. and we gave the buyer very clear instructions not to use the lender. Right. And so they had gotten pre-approved by a second lender, so they uh, give us that pre-approval. Got it. And so they said, hey, yeah, we'll, we'll use that. We'll do whatever we can to make sure uh, we close the deal. Okay. So a couple, um, you know, a couple weeks go by, they're, they're working through their uh, process to get their loan approved, and we're getting close to closing, and, like, you know, appraisal hasn't happened yet. Oh. And I'm like, hey, like, we're supposed to close, like, this week, and the appraiser is <laughs> coming out, like, on Tuesday, and I think we were supposed to close, like, on Thursday or Friday. Oh, that's not happening. And I'm like, hey, like, you know, the appraisal has to come back. Right. You know, they have to send out the, the final closing disclosure. Definitely. Uh, and they have to have a review period yeah. in order to close. I was like, it's not going to happen this week. Right. Uh, so um, we talked to them some more, mm-hmm. and... The, we knew the lender's name uh, because the investor, because he was a real estate agent, has had a run-in with this lender. Got it. And so that's why we gave clear instructions not to use the lender. Sure. And they sent us a different pre-approval. So we end up, um, they end up uh, requesting an extension. Mm-hmm. We gave them one extension. Uh, and we figured out that they went back to the lender uh, that we told them not to use. Gotcha. Um, and so uh, we got close to the the next date, mm-hmm. and they still weren't ready to close. Right. And I think they had to send the appraiser back out again. Oh, I don't know what happened. Right. Um, and so it got to the point they had actually surpassed the uh, the next date. And the way that the contracts are written, you still kind of have like a seven day kind of grace period. Um, And on the, if you amend it, you can add, I think you can either do four or seven days, depending if you check the box. So you can limit the extension on the, on the, when you re-extend it. Okay, got it. So they had surpassed the, uh, the new extension date and then they reached out to ask us for a request, but we had figured out that they went back to the original lender. 
So my client was up so upset um, that he was led, no, we're going back to market. Mm -hmm. So like the clients like lost like 15 grand wow. in due diligence um, on that deal. And so I felt so bad for the, the buyers because the buyers, um, I don't think necessarily it was the buyer's fault. Um, the agent should have, you know, really kind of advised their client not right. to go back to that lender. If it was uh, a condition of the transaction, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So end up happening. Um, the 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 agents like supervisor like they got involved. Oh um, And so they were trying to they end up buying the house in cash. Um, and having to sell it back to that, that, oh that buyer to try to make them whole. Um, so for my seller, they came out better right. uh, because they got a due diligence <laughs> and then they went back into a contract around right. the same price point oh my um, on a cash offer. Um, so it ended up taking that, that deal should have closed in about 30 days mm -hmm. and that deal probably took. I don't know, like 60 plus days to close. Wow, and this was your first transaction. It was. And so, you know, I, I hadn't made any money like in the first like three months. Right. And I'm like, <sighs> I was like, my savings are dwindled out. <laughs> like, I don't like, know if I want this anymore. I'm like, I'm hitting the ground every day. I was like, you, I was like. You hustled yeah. your first month. So I was like. Yeah, I was like, I have to really like get out every single day mm -hmm. and like just talk to people. And so, um, you know, the the savings had dwindled down, and I was like, hey, um, you know, I gotta make money. <laughs> and I was like, starting to second, really second guess, like, sure. hey, like I need to like get a part time job or I need to do something else. Right. Um, so finally got closed, um, and um, you know, I was so happy for that one to finally close. Of course. Um, I think in the meantime, before that one closed, because it took so long mm -hmm. i think i had got under contract like on two other houses oh wow um it was just taking so long uh for uh the first transaction to close but i think the first month uh that i finally had some closes i started in the probably the middle of august maybe the around the beginning of september mm -hmm. uh so it was around december um that we finally closed uh, my first deal i closed I think three deals that month. Wow. Um, but what month is this into? This was December, so this was probably like three and a half okay. ish months, go, I guess. Yeah. In. Uh, but I was like, I need to make some money because <laughs> uh, it's Christmas, and oh yeah, that <laughs> I was time like, of I, year. I haven't made any money in like three months. So, uh, so those were kind of how the the first uh, few weeks and months kind of went for me. Wow. Um, it's a how how quickly and did you mm -hmm. close your first deal? Um, so my official start date was October one, and we closed like a couple days before Thanksgiving on that land deal. Oh. So I closed. Yeah, that was oh. that so was you're, quick. You were quick. <laughs> Thankfully, I mean, now listen, that was a little land deal. I think I made like $200, but that commission check was my first one and I was stoked. Yeah. But then um, my next ones, I think we, we did a double closing in December because they were selling and buying. And so I had done three deals in my first three months. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it was about three and a half months I did yeah. three deals. See, so it evens out. It just it just like was like a slow like train coming out the tracks. <laughs> but I was like I was like literally every day I was like going to do um, you know, showings of houses, like mm -hmm. putting video on social media. Yeah. I was like literally trying to any opportunity that came, like open house and things like that. Yeah. Um, I was like really taking advantage of those opportunities. So um, next week we have a huge treat. Yes, um, I'm so excited. <laughs> so uh, stay tuned. So this episode is going to come out tomorrow, which is. 
Thursday of this week that you guys are going to hear it. But next week, we are going to interview uh, New Home uh, Construction, and yes. we're going to have Lauren Hemingway from uh, True Homes on the podcast. So excited. So excited. Um, I love working with True Homes. I'm still trying to get my deal, uh, a deal closed with them, uh, but we'll talk a little bit about, more about that next week. Yes. Um, any exciting things happening for you, like this week at all? Um, let's see. I've got some showings coming up this weekend. Okay. Easter's coming up. Easter is coming up. Yes. I, and I'm planning some client pot buys, actually. I need okay. to put those together this week. Okay. What about you? So I actually got a call yesterday um, for the same, uh, I guess, live Facebook group thing you did oh, yes. for an interview. Oh, Live at five. Yeah. So I'm going to be on the live at five uh, tomorrow, which is the day you guys are listening to is Thursday, uh, April 14th, that mm-hmm. you guys will hear this. And that same day, I think at 5, at five o'clock. Uh, I'll be on that. So stay tuned to uh, my Instagram. I'll post some more on that. Um, and so uh, in case people didn't hear the first episode, how can they follow you, Bailey? You can follow me on Instagram. My handle is Bailey Weaver Packard Realtor and how can they follow you? So you can follow me on Instagram too as well and my uh, handle is Amir Hunter underscore real estate Um, so we'll post uh, the links to this podcast Uh, but now we are on Spotify and as well as Apple uh, Podcasts and uh, Amazon Music. Uh, you oh, can hear I the didn't podcast. know that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. And also, I feel like we should thank everybody who listened yeah. because, I mean, to be honest, I was nervous. I didn't know who would take the time to listen to us just chat. Yeah. So and a I lot think, of people did. Yeah. I think I looked at the uh, the downloads for week one and I think we had like about a hundred uh, on week one. So Wow. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. So we're excited to kind of see uh, what kind of downloads we have this week. And if you guys have any questions about real estate, feel free to reach us on social media um, too as well. Um, even though we're doing this podcast, we are <laughs> real estate agents 24-7. So if you are thinking about buying or selling your home, more than happy to help you. Even if you just have like some quick real estate questions, mm-hmm. think about uh getting in if you're a first-time home buyer and you have a ton of questions we're more than happy to help you right and um since we're talking about kind of getting started in real estate if you're in pre-licensing and you're ever thinking about a career uh in real estate and, and want to have a conversation with us we're more than happy to uh talk about kind of our experience and if you're thinking about like exp at all um we're more than happy to to talk to you about that too as well definitely we're open books yeah yeah (laughs) so uh stay tuned guys uh so episode number three will come out next week and we will talk about some new construction and have a guest our first guest on uh so we're excited about that um and until then uh Stay safe. (laughs) We'll see you next time. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.